God say, ah, oh, you made me see it. Man, that's a good celebration, isn't it? All right, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put these back here so I won't lose them. Where's Miss Tanya? <laughs> good. Wow. Well, I asked this earlier, and I think Tim gets me cranked up on there. You'll see where I'm going with this, all right? I'm going to ask you this again. How was everyone's week? Was it all right? I needed to be with y'all. <laughs> you, know, in our, you know, if you're listening online uh, for our message today, it's called Dealing with Difficulty. We ever deal with difficulty? A lot of times, don't we? God says, you know what? Be of good cheer, right? He said, you know, in this world's trial tribulation, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. So we're not in it alone, amen? Aren't you glad we're not in it alone? So I just wanted to share a little bit about that. You know, each week, I really spend some time with the Lord and I'm listening to what's going on because I want to bring us a fresh word for what, what's going on for our church family and what's going on in our life. And, and actually this week, uh, a lady had wrote me a letter. She doesn't, she doesn't even attend here, but she follows a lot of stuff online and stuff. And she asked me, she said, how do you deal with difficult people, difficult situations? And I thought, that's probably one for my wife to answer <laughs> as long as you've been putting up with me, you know. But, uh, you know, I said, well, let's see. Let's take a look at this. And, man, I tell you, the time I start really praying over that and to answer that question, the Lord just kind of went like this. <laughs> I'm going to let you experience this one this week. You ever have something like that? So I just want to tell you a little bit about that. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. So we started looking at those things and looking through the Word of God. And so, well, let's see how we, how, God, how does God have us approach a difficult situation? We deal with difficult situations all the time. You know, jobs, uh, family, uh, letdowns, all those things. But I believe through the Word of God, He's got an answer for us. Amen? He's got an answer for every question. And uh, he, has, he, he knows the beginning from the end. But I, I did find out a few things while I was digging through this. And just let me know if I'm, I'm, I'm on the same sheet. Have you ever noticed that when people are miserable, they love to share it with you? And they're not any happy. I, I won't say it makes them happy. To, to make you miserable, but you would act, you would think it does, the way they, they pursue that mis- miserableness. It's like, how you doing? Oh, man, that's okay. You know, really? Well, my goodness. And they can just pick and pull and pick and pull. Everybody's smiling because I know it's not anybody in here. You know, it's just none of us, right? Yeah. And I'll say my famous line, I'm preaching to me first, right? <laughs> that's for sure. So it's pretty amazing to me how, how that happens. And I, I want to just give you a couple of little things. I had a good week, don't get me wrong. But I thought, hey, you know what? Why not just use practical application? So I'll just tell you a few things after I read that email, how it went for me, all right? So last week, I was going to be off from my, my other job uh, on Monday. But I have to remember, and they helped me remember, that you said you were going to do the safety presentation Monday. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'll get up and go in and do the safety presentation, not a problem. You know, I, I like talking. Y'all figured that out, right? And so I put together like a seven-page uh, PowerPoint slide. And I thought, well, something different. I said, well, you know, let's look what's going on out there. And I, and I talked about identif- identity theft, you know? And, and I want to pull that in for just a second. They say over 9 million cases a year people steal your identity. You've got to be careful with that. And I thought, wow, that's pretty interesting. And I also know that the enemy wants to try to steal our identity in Christ, amen? So you, we need to know who we are in Christ. So I sit down, we have all the guys here, and I go through the, the, the deal. And any questions? Anything going on? Said, okay, no problem. So later that day, a guy comes to me and says, man, he says, uh, I was going to talk to you about your slide presentation. I said, yeah, do you have a question about that? He goes, no, I noticed you do a lot of this stuff and all those things, but I noticed that there was a lot of words that were kind of hanging off the sheet. I said, what? So I went back and I went, and I went through seven 
pieces, seven of these slides, and I counted six letters that was over to the side just a little bit, not even one full word. And I go, oh, I appreciate you pointing that out. Thanks. No problem. Weren't you the guy in the very back <laughs> that came in late, right, and didn't want to ask any questions? But that's okay, right? So I'm building the momentum in this story, all right? I said, okay. Because it's been real easy to say, man, what are you talking about? I said, would you like, then I asked him, I said, would you like me to just put it on a plain piece and I can send it to you? No. Just want to let you know. You ever find that out? Okay, appreciate that, buddy. No problem. So then I went on out to another area where I work at. And I got an uh, office out there. It's air conditioned. It was really hot. And I saw these guys working on um, this awning. And I said, hey, guys, um, can I get you all a, a drink or something? Um, because I'd be glad to get you a drink. And if you all need to take a break, you, you can sit in that air conditioned office, man. I don't have no problem with that. And they go, you know, this stuff you guys here got here is just a bunch of junk. Does that mean you don't want any water? You know, okay. And then the guy says, where can I uh, smoke a cigarette? You know, where I work at, remember last week I told you everything explodes? I'm thinking, probably at your house, because not here. Don't do that. You know? So anyway, I said, all right, no problem. So I got my water and said, looking good. Went on back to the AC. But there's more, right? There's more. I was thinking, this is all in one day, right? No big deal. This is standard procedure. So everybody knows I go check on my mom at lunch every day, make sure she's doing all right. Got a good family friend uh, that has a shop on the way there, uh, works very hard, and he had some surgery done. I said, I'm going to pop in there and check on my buddy, see how he's doing, all right? So I pull on in, man, ride the motorcycle, hey, what's going on? Where's he at? He's over here. So he just had, he had some surgery done on his arm. <laughs> Hardest working guy I know. And he's working on some stuff. I'm not going to say what it is because y'all know where it's at. So I'm just very gentle. He's working on stuff. I said, hey, man, how you doing? I'm working. Okay. Uh, how's, how's your arm doing? I can't feel my thumb. I was like, uh, did, you, uh, did you do the therapy? No. Probably should go next week. Then this really got me. I said, he said, are you working today? I go, actually, I am. I just stopped by to see how you're doing. But uh, I said, I just went by mom's house. Well, how's your mom doing? I said, uh, she has some good days and bad days. Well, at least she's alive. <laughs> I thought. I said, hey, man, give him a hug. I'm glad you're doing so good. Right? And, I, and I'm riding there. I'm going, wow, Lord. You, I'm living this message, right? I'm living this message. One more before we jump into it. Get on. Denise is like, the computer's not working. It's not on the internet. And I said, like, oh, no. I got to get on there and get my stuff. So I go through all the stuff, you know, checking. All that takes about two seconds because I don't know that much about it. And I'm like, we need to call for backup, right? So we call Cox. And I go through all the stuff, push this button, jump through this hoop, you know, what's your grandmother's last name? All these things. I finally get there. And this lady's like, well, did you do this? I go, yes, ma'am. Did you do this? Did you do this? Well, I don't see anything on this side, huh? thinking customer service is right up there, right there on this one. And so this is what happened after getting absorbed in that for a little bit. I want to be honest with you. You know what I wanted to do? I didn't, but I wanted to. She said, can you unplug that and pull it in? I want to you know, put it back in and switch this wire over here. And I wanted to just go, yeah, is it supposed to smoke like that? <laughs> yeah. You know, is it really? Okay, are, are we recording this? Because there's flames coming out. I did exactly what you said to do. Okay, I got to go now, but I didn't. You know, you just want to do that. So finally, she goes, oh, I see the problem. Um, let me just reset this. Okay, and it worked. You say, man, what, what all that stuff? It's really piddly, but as a course of the day, you're just sitting there thinking, 
Man, I tried to reach out to this guy. Try to reach out to this guy. Try to do. I came on my day's vacation, you know. And it's like, hey, excuse me, how you doing? Oh, all right, you know. But we don't want to do that as Christians, right? We want to make sure that we are loving and living for the Lord. But sometimes we want to just do, like I said, really, is that what you want me to do? But you know what? God doesn't do us that way, does he? And we want to be a mirror of Christ. So with, with that being said, I, I mean, you know, even a lecture from the lady on the phone, I was like, you're kidding me. I'm paying you and you're yelling at me. What's going on there? So a lot of times we know that people get a little stressed. Amen. Amen. We got to love them through it. And, you know, sometimes I, I, I know that I'm not just Mr. Wonderful all the time. I know that's hard to believe. <coughs> My family, don't say a word. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, really, we're, we're just walking through this thing. And, you know, that's what I was saying. Man. We need to be praying for one another and stuff like that. So I think we can go through this and have a good time with it. Because I, I know that we all deal with that. And really, kind of kind of check yourself as we go through this. Does that sound okay? So I want to go ahead and, and pull in a word anchor. And you know, I, I shared this story with somebody. And one of my real close friends gave me a word of wisdom. And you might want to write this down. You ready? I said, can you believe this? Can you believe this? And they told me this. Just lean on the Lord and let everything else fade into the background. I was like, I can use that. That's a good word. You know, sometimes that's what we need to do. We just need to lean on the Lord. And let everything, let God take care of the other stuff. But we want to fix it all the time. We want, we want to do that. So, you know what? We just, we just need to get in courage mode. And we're going to jump on in with that. Just want to give you a little where we've been walking through today, all right? So if you've got your Bibles with you, you can open up to Philippians chapter 2. We're going to run through uh, verses 1 through 4. And then we're going to unpack that a little bit, okay? So it says this. Therefore, is there any consolation in Christ? If any comfort of love, if any fellowship of spirit, if any affection and mercy... Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through self-ambition or conceit, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out, not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. That's the attitude I believe God wants us to have when we approach these things. Now, how do we, how do we apply that to our word? And, and my, my deal here is I'm just asking, Lord, help us to look at each situation through the lens of your word. Lord, in, inspire us and encourage us to respond like you would do. And so that's really what we want to jump in today, all right? So if you got your sheets, we're going to go ahead. And one of the things that he showed me when we're putting this together is he said be like-minded. To me, that means unity. So we're going to jump in on unity, okay? The Lord wants us to promote unity. So this is what, what he was showing us. Look for ways... That, or look for things that you can agree on instead of focusing on what you can't agree on. You ever notice that? We, we just pick the one thing that's separating us and then we just really start grinding in on We start multiplying and we just start, you know, sinking in on that and we always go back to that thing. But you know what? I guarantee you if you start looking around and ask the Lord to help you and give you the eyes of Christ and the Holy Spirit will lead us to the things that we can agree on. Amen? So, you know, that's where we find unity. When we find unity, we also find peace and power. That's a good thing, isn't it? Anybody need a little peace in their life? A little joy in their life? Amen. Well, that promotes harmony. And harmony is a beautiful thing. So God wants us to promote that. Now, I'm going to give you something to write down. Four little, four little letters. Q-T-I-P. What's it spell? Q-tip. You ready? Quit taking it personal. A lot of times we just take it way too personal. Way too personal. They're not even thinking about you know, what came out or, or what's going on. Because a lot of times we don't know what somebody's been dealing with through the week. 
You know, I have no idea what those guys have been dealing with. I knew it was hot out there. I knew there was different situations going on. So what the Lord has shown me, he said, you know, why do you take it so personal? They do that to me every day. You do that to me every day if we're honest, right? You know, so let's not take things so personal, but let's take them to the cross. Amen. Let's take it to the Lord. Amen. Very good. So quit taking it personal. And then what else can we do? Be merciful. Anybody ever need some mercy? Yes, indeed. It wasn't quite as loud as the good morning. Anybody need some mercy? Yes. All right. Now we're back with it. Man. And, and you know, sometimes we just got to thicken that skin up just a little bit. Because I don't know what it is. Sometimes people, when they find a spot that really makes you uh, kind of just do that right there, they seem to keep finding that spot. What is it? The button pushing, you know? And you know what? Don't let them get that. Don't, don't give that to them. Let the Lord just love them where they are and you love them where they are too. So be merciful. Everyone can use it. If you happen to be in the right, are, are, are we one of those people that got to take them right to the mat? I told you so. I, I got it. You know, man, they're tapping out. You know, I don't think we need to do I really don't think we need to do that. And so today, I'm just, man, this is team building here. This is just loving in the Lord. Amen. Bringing harmony, bringing grace. And so that's what the Lord did. And he said, you know what? Everybody misses the mark. See, God doesn't say, you know what, you did this last week and you're not good enough and you can't. He, say, he said, hey, you know what, that's not the best that I have for you. This is the best I have for you and you need to choose better. And I'm going to help you with my Holy Spirit in you and I'm going to walk with you and I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to give you mercy and today's a new day. You like that new day song? Man, I love that. We get to share that. You know, it's, it's, it's a new day. It's a fresh start. So why don't we want to give that to others? Because we know how much we need it. Amen. I know I do. And so, you know, if I want to be that mirror of Christ, then I need to be responding like Christ does. Very good. Let's take a look at this. Now, I know this couldn't happen, could it? Don't be prideful. Oh, yeah. Don't be prideful. It, sometimes we've got to check ourselves. And what I say is, well, how would I respond? If I treated somebody a certain way, how would I respond to that? There's two sides of the coin. You know, and sometimes we don't, you know, our tone has a lot to do with stuff, doesn't it? You know, our eye contact and different things like this. You say, what in the world does, does this have to do with Christianity? Everything. Because you know what? If we're loving God and God's moving in our life, we're going to respond like him. But a lot of times what happens is we read the word and we go out there and it's just up here in our head. And I'm praying today to the practical application that the Holy Spirit will take it and move it to here our heart. And the Lord will remind us when those situations come. Say, man, buddy talked about that at church. How, do I, how am I to respond? And I, I believe the Lord is going to bring these things back to our remembrance and quicken our spirit and say, hey, look, I want you to represent me. Just like many of them just, uh, were being shown that they were uh, responding to what God's done in their life, representing death, burial, resurrection in their life. Hey, we could do that in our attitudes and the way we treat people every day as well. All right. Well, take a look at this. I want to give you a word anchor. I just don't give you a bunch of things that don't have it tied in. Look at this. If you've got your Bibles, um, you can circle this or go back and look it up later. Proverbs 15.1. Now, many of y'all have heard this, and I, and I think it's a really good one to kind of keep in our heart. It says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh words stir up anger. Has anybody ever experienced that? Wow. You know, sometimes you can just defuse things with a gentle answer. And, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, but God doesn't want us. Be a doormat. Amen. Be humble. And that's where I'm jumping right here. Being humble doesn't mean being a doormat. Can I get an amen there? That don't mean that you just keep putting up and all this stuff here. But remember this. I've got another word anchor for you here. James 4, 6. It says, look at this. 
It says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. What are you saying, buddy? Be respectful. Be respectful of others, right? I had a couple of things on my handout I wanted to share. I said, unity doesn't usually happen on its, on its own normally. We need to promote it. Look for the common thread, then weave grace through it. Look for the common thread, just like we said right here. Look for things that we can agree on instead of focusing on things that we can't. And then let the Lord work in us to weave those things together to the grace of God so that we can communicate. When the communication shuts down, it's over. It's over. But if we can keep the, the mind of Christ, the eyes of Christ, and speak the word of Christ and be that mirror of Christ, we're going to see a big difference. Well, how do we do that? Look at this right here. By looking for the value in others. By looking for the value in others. See, a lot of times, well, they don't look like us. They don't act like us. They don't, they don't work where we do. They don't live where we do. All those things. Let me tell you, if we could do this, think about this. When we look at somebody and we deal with somebody, Realize that God loves them just as much as he loves you. Man. And I'll give that second to, 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 to sit in there. doesn't matter. We're created in his image. And God wants us to reflect him well. Amen. Take a look at this. When we went back, when we read out of verse 4, I'm going to bring that back up here. It says, look at this. It says that each of you look not only uh, for his own interest, but also for the interests of others. How do we do that? You know what? Do we humbly say, you know what, you go first? Or do we say, hey, you know what, is there a way that I can help you? I can tell you this. Every time that, that I've done that, most every time, I've been blessed. I don't do it to be blessed. I do it because I see a need. You know, I talked a couple of weeks ago about helping that, that lady in the car. And she prayed over me. My goodness, man. It just, it, just, it just blessed my heart. But see, I wasn't going, well, let me see if this lady's going to pray for me. Well, let me see. what I just said, man, Lord, if she needs some help. I'm available. And I'm going to tell you what. Every time that you step out in the name of Jesus, even if they don't respond the way you want, your Heavenly Father sees that. And you know how, you know how it is when you see your kids do the right thing and you just go, that's all right. That's all right. I, I, I guarantee you that God is saying, that's my boy. That's my girl. That's all right. You know what? I, I really appreciate you being that extension of my love to people. Amen. So what do we do? How, when we do that, what happens? We actually exalt Christ. Let's talk about that. Everybody doing good? All right. We're going to roll through this here. Well, how do we exalt Christ? Follow the attitude of Christ. How did Jesus respond? How did Jesus respond? I thought about a couple of stories. You think about the woman at the well. Remember that story? You know, think about the woman caught in adultery. What did he say? He just wrote with his finger in the sand. And he said that everybody else went away little by little by little, from the oldest to the youngest. He says, you without sin throw the first stone. Does that mean Jesus is a pushover? Not at all. Let's, let's pull in something else. You remember when the rich young ruler comes to him and he goes, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus says, well, you know, uh, sell all your belongings and, and give away your money and then follow us. And what happened? See, what Jesus was doing this, he was showing him, he was pointing to the first two commandments, right? He was showing him that he was worshiping in that money and that his God was that money. That he, he didn't say this. Jesus didn't say, well, hang out with us. Let's have a little lamb barbecue. You know, check it out for a couple of weeks. And if you want to kind of, you know, join up with Team Jesus, then, uh, you know, come on in. He, he, he spoke the truth and let it lay where it did. And what happened? He said the guy went away sad. Jesus didn't say, oh, man, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disappoint you. 
you see, I'm trying to, to show you the contrast here and also show you that, you know what? The truth is the truth. And it is what it is. And if we don't know the truth, we can't stand for the truth. But as we do know the truth, God will quicken our hearts so that we can stand for the truth. You don't have to beat anybody up with it. But you can love them to it and you can love them through it. Amen. That's what God does for us every day. So let's keep on rolling here. Got a, got a little bit of a word for you. Philippians 1.27. And it says this. Whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. You see that? Whatever happens. See, it's really easy to do that when everything's cool. When everything's kind of, well, you know, you know, I'm feeling good today. You know, What about when you're real busy? What about when you've had a day like that or worse? Because that really wasn't a bad day that I shared with you. I would just say, that's everyday stuff, isn't it? Everyday stuff. You know, stuff breaks. People respond different. People cut you off and everything like that. Long hours, long days, different things like that. However, God is long-suffering. God is patient. God is kind. God is loving. And that's what he wants us to do. So what I want to show you here, God desires us to represent him well regardless. That's his desire. You say, well, well, that's what I want to do. Well, me too. But guess what? He doesn't even want us to do it by ourselves. He says, do it with the power of the Holy Spirit that's in us. Right? We don't have to do it alone. If it was just me being a nice guy, we wouldn't make it very far. Right? So... Notice how much you've got to lean on the Lord. And we want to go and, and conduct ourselves in a way that is just so awesome. People say, they know, they know Christ. I asked this a couple of months back, and I'll ask it again. We've got some different faces in here. If somebody came into this town, most of us live in town pretty close anyway, or came on your street, and somebody says, hey, look, I need to find a Christian. Can you tell me where a Christian lives? Would they point them to your house? Would they point them to my house? It's a good question, isn't it? How are we living our life? Hey, look, I'll be the first one. Our life is not always perfect. But you know what? God gives us fresh starts. Amen? But you know what? Let's lean on the Lord so that we can be the mirror of Christ, that we can have the attitude of Christ. But you think about that. When I heard that one time, I was like, wow. You know? They said, well, gosh, um, buddy's got the trailer over there. Surely he must be a Christian. Well, I'm not a Christian because i got a trailer that says, keep the promise on the side. Uh, I'm not a Christian because I attend church. I'm not a Christian because I give or do or go or serve. I'm a Christian because of this, just like anybody else. I've put my faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of my sin. That's what it's all about. So you know what? Today, if you've never done that, I want you to think about that as we share the message. But not only that, for those of us who have, are we walking it out step by step, a day at a time? Are people seeing Jesus in you? I pray that they are. All right. Well, let's keep on going here. How well do we display what God's doing? Dealing with difficult people not only tests our faith, but it also puts our witness on display. Is that true? Because guess what? I, I deal with a lot of people, and, and I know you guys too, and I know that some people just try to do this to see if I'm going to bust, if I'm going to break. Let's just twist them up a little bit more. Let's do this. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Uh, it was an interesting week at work. We had uh, one of our guys was off and we were sitting at the table getting ready to go on a job and we, we were picking. That's a real nice word for gossiping, right? We're just picking, right? No big, kind of harmless. And you know, I'm okay with that if we're just talking about work stuff and we're doing, yeah, man, he does this and we do that. And we didn't say anything that we wouldn't have told the guy. I can promise you that. But then something happened. We were sitting there and somebody took it from professional and it went to personal. I said, all right, time to go to work. I was like, what's up? I said, I don't have any comment on that. And we went on to work. I didn't think it was no big deal. I just nipped it in the bud. 
Two hours later, one of, one of the senior guys came over. He said, you got a minute? I said, yeah. He says, uh, everybody's talking at the table today. I said, yeah. I'm still working. He said, I, I, I want to tell you something. I said, man, what, what's that? He said, I really appreciate you shutting that down. I didn't even think anybody was paying attention. All I knew was, was I'm not going to be part of the reindeer games and the gossip thing at that point. I knew that, you know what? I don't have anything to say about that in somebody's life or whatever. And it just dissolved it. And they go, well, yeah, but what do you? Oh, I don't have any comment. I'm going to get on the job. I'm going to go ahead and go. And let me tell you, it just defused the thing. Don't think anybody's watching. Don't think anybody listening. Two hours later, man, I said, I really appreciate that you didn't get involved in that. What a witness. I, I was just, the Holy Spirit just said, that's enough. Boom, just like that. Just like, that's enough. And I said, I'm done. Right mid, I mean mid, they were, um, I don't have time for that. Let's go ahead and get back on, on point, right? I didn't know I was going to be blessed as a result of that. I didn't know that somebody was going to be looking at my witness because of that. But guess what? They were. And I pray that God was glorified in that. And I pray that, you know what? I'm quick to respond to the Holy Spirit when he says, uh -uh. that's no good. Just telling the people are watching, the people are looking. And I know that we missed Mark. And I know that, that grace is freely given. But you know what? Why don't we give it to others too? Amen. Let's, let's, let's be a bearer of that. Okay. Well, what else we got here? Take a look at this. I said, how well do we display Christ? And I said, you know, you know, we need to deepen our love for the Lord. And as we do, it's going to be very clear who we serve. When people know you love the Lord and he's first in your life, it should be very evident how we respond. Amen. That's what I want us to see here, that we go deeper with the Lord. And if, you know what? If we're not careful, a lot of times people think this. They think, I, I'm going to go back to this again. I, when I went through this, I said, make sure to understand. That doesn't mean that we smile every time we're wounded and everything else. Okay? I'm not telling you to be a pushover. What, what did Jesus do when he went into the temple and they, they had it set up there like a den of thieves? He says, you're not going to do this in my father's house. Right? Flipping tables over and all that stuff. But it was controlled. It's like, no. It's enough. Right? There's times in our life as Christians we have to stand up and say, no, that's enough. And I tell you what, it might not be the popular thing, but I guarantee you that God will not let that go unnoticed. Amen. He's going to make sure that you know that he is blessed by you standing up for him. Look at this. He says in Matthew 10, 14, I'll read it to you. I don't have it on the screen, but it says this. It says, if any house or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, shake his dust off your feet. When he was telling the disciples to go out, he said, here's the message. Here's the deal. If they welcome you, you bless them. You know? And if they don't welcome you, he didn't say argue, debate, anything else. Shake it off and keep on going. Just thought of a story. I think it's kind of cool. The guy told me that this, this old preaching story. They had a, had a mule. This guy, farmer, had a mule, right? And the mule was, was really old. And the mule had served him years and years and years. And the mule got where he couldn't work. He says, man, I just know what I'm going to do with this mule. He says, you know what? He said, I don't have the heart to kill him, but I'm going to go ahead and just bury him. All the animal lovers hold on, it's going to be okay. All right? I know my wife's like, where was he talking? I know, we, we love some animals. So he says, he, picked, he did this big, big old hole, and he gets this, moves this mule in there. Right? And the mule's sitting there going, man, what's going on? Right? So the farmer's just throwing the dirt on his back. Throwing the dirt on his back. And you know what he did? He just shook it off. Throw the dirt on his back, just shook it off. And guess what happened? As he shook it off, he stood on that dirt. And as he did it again, he just kept standing on that and walked right on back out of the situation. That's a pretty cool story. But you know what? A lot of times we just need to shake off the dust and step right back up on the promises of God and keep on walking. That's why I want to share that. Give the Lord a hand clap with that. Because he will tell you. Amen. Amen.
So, that doesn't mean we have to be rude. That doesn't mean we have to be doormats. But you know what? We can do a whole lot. Uh, we, can, we don't need to have all the drama. Amen? We don't need all that. We don't need all that. And, and a lot of times, we, that old table talk just escalates in that. So, don't let people drain you dry. What do you mean by Negative bed, negative Nancy. You know, just work. Oh, I just called to tell you that everything in the world is wrong. How are you? You ever get that phone call? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, but it'll probably rain. Just got a new car. Oh, man, the insurance is going to be terrible. You know, I don't care what it is. Hey, Junior just graduated from college. Has he got a job yet? What's going on? What to the doctor's got a good report. But well, you better get a second opinion. It's always something, right? I'm going to get some water. <clears throat> so, you can always find somebody to try to bury you, right? What you want to do is find people that want to bless you. And you can be a blessing to them, right? It doesn't mean that we just leave the other folks over there. But I'm going to tell you what. You don't realize how bad they start impacting your life. It's crazy. <clears throat> Years ago, I worked with some, some older gentlemen. And they were all retired and stuff. And I was a young guy. And I started working with them and working with them. You very, uh, you can be very influenced when you're young, right? <clears throat> and I remember talking to one of my friends. They said, uh, tell us about your job. And I started telling them about the job. And they said, is this the same job you were working at like six months ago? And I go, yeah. It sure don't sound like it. You sound like them old men you work with. And I thought, oh, I do. I sure do. Huh? I'll tell you. So you know what? Like my dad used to say, be your own man. But you know what? I don't want to be my own man. I want to be a Jesus man. I want to keep my eyes on the Lord and ask the Lord to strengthen me and that I, you know, serve him well. And you know what? It's impossible to do on my own. It's impossible to do on your own. But God loves us so much when we call on his name. He places his spirit in us to lead God and direct us. Aren't you glad? You're never in too deep with Jesus. Amen. He's always got an arm to pull you out. He's got, always got a word to encourage you. And let me just tell you this. Dealing with difficult people, right? You know what? It helps us really see what we believe. It really helps us see what we believe. All right. If we're doing good, let's keep on rolling. Well, how do we do this? We're coming on a home stretch here. The Lord wants us to be bearers of light. Philippians 2, 14 and 15. I, and I, for homework, I give you guys to, to take a look at the, that whole chapter, chapter 2, okay? A little something to dig in. Take a look at this. He says, do all things without complaining and disputing. Man, I could have preached on that for about two weeks, couldn't I? Right? That you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom, among whom you shine as light in the world. Wow. Now that's a lot of information. And he says, look at this. I like to say it this way. When I was preaching to the couch, the Lord, let me write this down. Let the influence of God's, let the influence of God's life in you be displayed in your surroundings daily. Now if I could do that, I think we'd change a lot of things, right? If each one of us could do that, if we allowed the influence of God's life in us to be displayed through us, what do you think might happen? It might change everything. It'll diffuse, it'll diffuse something at the, at the workbench. It'll diffuse things on the phone with the, with the Cox uh, cable people. Right? It will. It surely will. But you know what? A lot of times people aren't in that mode to, to receive it. You know what you do? Shake it off and keep on going. Amen? Don't let them bring you down. Don't let them bring you down. Allow the light of Christ to chase away the darkness of the world and the difficulties around you. You know, I was looking at some other scripture. I got some more. I don't have it written down. But if you look at John uh, 1, 4, it says this. It says, in him was life. He's talking about Jesus. 
And the light was the light of men. He wants us to shine for him. He wants us to be that candle. He wants us to be that light, you know. Uh, once a year we do what we call shine your light. All right. And we, we really do it all, all the time. But our big festival that we do, the, our outreach is called Shine Your Light. That's what we're talking about. We want to be a mirror of Christ in a dark and crazy world. Now, you all know this. If you think about this. You ever uh, done some dusting around the house and say, man, that looks really good when it's dark. And then somebody throws open the curtain and go, wow, I didn't even realize that was there. Amen. You know, a lot of times. But see, what light do we use to expose that, that dust and dirt in our life? The word of God. The light of the word of God. Because that's the truth. That's the pace setter. That's the one. That's the final authority. So we need to be looking at that. And I look at this. I said, as the church of the one true living God, let us bring life to the situations. Let us bring grace to people. Let us shine our light for the Lord. And leave, I want you to hear this, and leave the results to Christ. That's the hard part. Leave the result to Christ. We want it done right now, our way, and this person should be responding this way and that way and all this. Let me ask you a question. How many times did you have to hear the good news of Jesus Christ before you said, I need it? Many times. Let me tell you, over, over preaching the last 15 years, let me tell you, I have been places and God's opened up doors. We used to go 45 to 50 places a year. That's a lot, you know, before we came here doing this. We play music and get to preach and we do some different things here. And, you know, everybody worships a little bit different and all those things. And there's been times I've been sitting in places and I go, you're letting them go. You're not telling them they need Jesus. It just rips my heart out. Well, you know what? That's not going to happen here. We all need Jesus, and you've got an opportunity to respond to him. Amen? Because that's the truth. With him, without him, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. What are you going to count on to get you to heaven? Right? There is nothing else. John 14, 6, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Amen? That's it. It's him. You say, well, gosh, that seems kind of narrow-minded. I didn't write the book. He did. And he's king of kings and lord of lords. And you know, I, I look at this when I'm just talking in general here. We can't, you can't, I can't be responsible uh, for others' responses. I want you to hear that today. You know, a lot of times we have loved ones and friends and family and stuff that are going through some tough time. And we try to, try to help them out and, and do a few things. But you know what? There's a time it's like, I, 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 am I aiding or am I not now? I've had that situation, you know. Uh, and it's tough. And you want to be a blessing, but the, the truth is, they need to see that the blessing's coming from God. I know as a church family, we try to do what we can. And, and sometimes it's monetarily, sometimes it's just praying with people, sometimes it's moving somebody, sometimes it's bringing them a chicken tray, whatever it is. But when we release that to them, we always say, just want you to let you know that this is just a, just a blessing from the Lord. A blessing from the Lord. So they see God as the provider. They see God as the one. And God gets the glory. Amen. We want to exalt the Lord by being a mirror of Christ and loving and giving and doing through, through what he's done. Amen. Because he's the one that can make the difference. He's the one that can make the difference. Now, will he use you to be the, be the one to, to, to touch somebody? Absolutely. Will he be the one to, to, you know, to ask you to say, hey, well, maybe you can do this this time or that time or whatever. Just be listening to the Lord. But if you don't feel like that in your spirit, then don't do it. Okay? Take it to the Lord and ask him, Lord, what will you have me to do in this situation? How can I be a blessing? How can I be? Because, you know, sometimes I, it's, it's hard to say this. Sometimes when we're aiding in a situation, we might be slowing down God's progress. Can you hear me on that? I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, I've said that with many and many of folks. 
And you know, and, and, and it's something. But I'm going to tell you what. I've never sat down with anybody to come up short in Jesus. Amen. Never. I used to ask this a lot. We'd go place to place. I said, how many people have been saved? Five years, and you see this. How many times, how many people have been saved? 20 years. You know, and, and you might, you might have somebody been saved walking with the Lord for 50 years. And then I ask him this, has he ever let you down? And usually this is the response again. No, he hasn't. I know I have, but he's faithful. Wow. 50 years walking with the Lord. And somebody can say, he's provided. I can guarantee if you ask that person, was it easy? All the time, everything just falling right in your lap? No. No. But God's faithful, amen. So this is what I, I was sharing something with a, a, a young fellow the other day. We were talking about the Lord. And I wanted him to understand this. I said, giving your life to Christ and putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ is the greatest thing that will ever happen to you. But that doesn't mean you won't have struggles. That doesn't mean that everything... It's going to just stop in your life and everything, you know, just going to fall out of the sky. And, and, and it's just going to be oh, wonderful, you know. But what it does mean is this. Is you got a home in heaven. It means that God will never leave you or forsake you. It means you're secure in the Lord Jesus Christ. It means you got somebody to run to when the storm's coming in. And you got the stiller of the storm that'll help you get to the other side, amen. That's what that means. And I tell you what, I ain't found a better deal out there, have you? Let me tell you, it doesn't cost us anything. It costs God everything, his very best. So as we bring this to a close today, I just want you to know that God loves you. And how can we be that mirror Christ in our family, in our workplace, and in the community? By relying on the Lord and trusting in him. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for the day, for the message, Lord. I thank you that, uh, you know, Lord, that we can only be bearers of light. By you helping us, by you guiding us, by you loving us. But you know what, Lord? I want people listening online and people sitting here today hear this, 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 this next statement. If you die tonight, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? Because guess what? Unless he comes back and pulls us on up in the rapture, that's going to happen. Right? One day, we're gonna, these old bodies are going to give out. But your spirit's going to live forever. And it's either going to be with the Lord Jesus Christ for eternity because you've put your faith and trust in him. Or it's going to be in hell for eternity because you've rejected the only way out. So let me just ask you this today. If you're here today, do you know for sure you go to heaven if you die today? You say, well, buddy, I'm not sure. Well, let me tell you how. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you can know. You can be secure in that. So if that's you today, I just ask you to look up here. I want to pray with you and, and encourage you in, in the word of the Lord. Just say, Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, I'm putting my faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. Help me to walk this out for you, Lord. I love you and I receive you. Now, if you're here today and you said, you know, buddy, I've done that, but it's been a long haul. Well, you know what? You're in the right place. It's a long haul for all of us. But I'm going to tell you what, where that long haul will take you. It'll take you right to the throne room of the Lord Jesus Christ. It'll, it'll help you walk each day with joy. It'll give you peace, passion, and harmony for others. And I pray today that each one here knows the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap and be a, be a mirror of Christ. Good deal.